where is your ideal client hanging out and how are you going to show up on that platform in a way that is going to grab their attention attention is currency i know that you know that but i want to remind you you've got to get their attention Hello, hello, hello. My name is Belinda Aramity and I am the host of the Claim Your Space podcast. The Claim Your Space podcast is a podcast for entrepreneurs looking to grow and scale their businesses in a way that aligns with the lives they want to live. I'm a sales and business coach. I have trained hundreds of people on effective social selling strategy. I'm a mom, I'm a wife, I'm a friend, I'm full of sarcasm and wit. And it's taken me a while for me to own my confidence and my space within my industry. And I'm dedicating this podcast to helping you claim your space, own your space, and grow a business that's in alignment with exactly how you want to live your life. It's possible. You can do it. Let's do it together. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Claim Your Space podcast. I'm super excited that you've decided to join me today and I especially want to give a shout out to anyone who has listened to more than one episode. It really means a lot. I really appreciate your support and I hope that you are getting a lot of value from what it is that I talk about week to week. So today I want to talk a little bit about how to develop an effective sales strategy. So there are many parts to developing an effective sales strategy, but before I get into the tips, I want to talk a little bit about sales resistance. There's a lot of people who would much rather just focus on the other elements of their business. So maybe it's marketing because marketing is sexy or the actual doing of the work or becoming even better practitioners of the thing that it is that they do. And I totally get it. But the function of any business and the difference between a business and a hobby is making money. And so from a mindset perspective, you really need to get comfortable with the idea of selling and selling effectively. Because when you know how to sell effectively, you actually have to do less of it, (laughs) which if you are someone who doesn't love selling, that's something you definitely want to do. And you just have to understand that knowing how to sell and sell in a way that isn't squirmy or queasy or makes you want to avoid it altogether is absolutely possible because you have to understand that sales and selling is a creating a match between two businesses, a business that has a need and a business that has a service that can be provided, right? If I don't have grass, I'm not going to hire a lawn keeper, right? Someone who can mow my grass because I don't have grass. And so all businesses do is they provide services that people need. And if you look at it from that perspective, that I'm not selling to people just to sell to them. You're not trying to sell and make people spend money that they shouldn't be spending. You have a service that you provide that helps solve for a need that someone has. And all sales and sales processes do is help you figure out and find the people that have a need for the service that you provide. All right. So let's hop into three ways that you can help develop your 
effective sales strategy. So number one, it's all around identifying your dreamy clients. And so this is very important because it's not just identifying who you're going to sell to. We're going to identify your dreamy clients, the ideal people, the kind of people that when you wake up in the morning and you see them on your calendar, you're excited to work with them. You're looking forward to doing whatever it is that you do when you work with your clients. Okay. I want you to sit, you can pull out your notebook or pull out the notes app on your phone. And I want you to think about someone that you've worked with that you absolutely loved working with them that if you could clone them and get 10 clients that were just like them I want you to think about this person and I want you to write down all of the qualities that's attributed with them is it the type of industry that they're in because you find their industry really cool is it you know their personality what about their personality made it a joy to work with them um Is it the way that they decided to pay their invoices that made it really simple? Um, Are they people who don't let things dwell? Like you send them something and they give you feedback right away. Write down all of the reasons why this person was someone that you really loved working with. And don't worry if you're earlier on in your entrepreneurship dream and you haven't had any clients yet, that's fine. I want you to sit back and I want you to paint the picture of who it is that you would like to work with. What do they look like? What do they, what kind of industry are there? And answer the same questions that I just asked, but now you're dreaming it versus thinking about something that's already happened because all money in business is not good money. Anyone who's been in business for any amount of time totally understands where I'm coming from, where we end up working with clients that make us want to pull our hair out. And unfortunately, what happens in those situations is you end up not doing your best work and the client ends up not getting the best work. And at the end of the day, being an entrepreneur is a huge risk. And so if you're going to take the risk of being an entrepreneur, you're going to take that on the uncertainty and income and everything. You might as well try your best to make sure that you are working with people where when you wake up in the morning and you see their name on your calendar, you are excited to work with them instead of being filled with dread. So identify who your ideal, your dreamy client is, get super specific, picture them in your mind so that you can go out and find those people to sell to. Number two, how are you going to get a hold of them? And also, where are you going to get a hold of them? So right now in with, you know, the name of this podcast is Claim Your Space. I'm creating a whole Claim Your Space ecosystem. More information on that in the not too distant future. But those people, I'm actually looking for them and and finding my ideal dreamy client in a different place than I found my traditionally have found my clients. So for those of you that don't know, I found my business marketing sales success primarily over on LinkedIn. And that's where I've been able to make the bread and butter of my business and find almost all of my clients up to date. Now where I'm going in terms of my ideal client when I'm creating this claim your space world is actually more on Instagram. And so it's really important for me to know that this is where my ideal person is hanging out so then I can go to that person. So that's part one of where 
I'm going to get a hold of my dreamy client, but then also how. So one of the things that I'm always getting a compliment on is the way that I teach and how I show up on video. So I know that in being on Instagram, it's going to be really important whether I like it or not. And surprise, surprise, I'm more of a not like it. (laughs) I'd rather just write captions in my pajamas if I'm going to be completely honest. But people really resonate. And I don't think it's anything special about me per se, but people really resonate with being able to connect with a person and not just the written word. And so in creating my Instagram strategy, I'm really leveraging where I see a lot of success, which is people seeing me and being able to get and understand my personality, how it is that I behave and how it is that I teach. And so really doubling down on that effective medium for me. So that's number two. How are you going to get a hold of these dreamy clients? For me, it's creating video content so that people can really resonate and get to know me. And then where, again, for me, it's Instagram. Even though I'm comfortable over on LinkedIn and I know it's something that works and it's proven, at the end of the day, I know for my dreamy client, the prototype person that I've built up in my head and the the kind of client that I've worked with before and I'm like, I want to work with more of them. I know that they're hanging out on Instagram. A lot of them are like, eh, they're not on LinkedIn at all or they go on to LinkedIn once every few months and that's not an effective strategy. I need to find my ideal client where they're hanging out in an, in an app that they're opening all the time, which for me is Instagram. So think about where is your ideal client hanging out And how are you going to show up on that platform in a way that is going to grab their attention? Attention is currency. I know that you know that, but I want to remind you, you've got to get their attention. And then number three, I need you to think about what it is that you're selling. But then I need you to go a step further and think about what is the transformation that happens from what it is that you're selling. Okay. So I want you to think about the fact that when someone is investing in coaching services, they're not investing in six sessions over six weeks with yours truly, right? That's not what they're investing in. What they're investing in is the transformation that is going to happen at the end of those six weeks. That goes for literally any business, any business structure, a therapist, why am I going to see a therapist or why might you go see a therapist? Because you have a problem that you're trying to work through and you're hoping that after going to these one hour sessions week after week, that you're going to unravel these issues that you have so that you can stop having a particular problem that you're experiencing, right? And so I think that a lot of people, they focus on the granular details. So it's like, oh, you have six weeks of coaching. It's going to be over Zoom and you're going to get the recordings and you get these workbooks and da, 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 da. But I need you to start thinking about selling from a perspective of explaining what the transformation is, right? So for me, we'll talk about my LinkedIn business, right? So people come to me because they have a very specific need on LinkedIn, They don't come to me because they want to be a viral superstar. If you want video content that's going to get you hundreds of thousands of views, I'm not the person who's going to pump that out for you. 
right? And I make it very clear to people on our sales calls. I'm like, listen, I'm not someone who's going to turn you into a viral superstar. If that's what you're looking for, I know someone who can help you with that. And I say it very confidently because I know what it is, that what transformation it is that I can help people with. I help people position themselves as respected thought leaders within their industry from the years of experience that they put into doing what it is that they do. And that's the transformation that they hire me for, whether it's part of our done for you service at sales fluence or it's part of a one-on-one coaching engagements where i'm teaching individual entrepreneurs how it is that they can position themselves in in an authoritative way within their industry so that ultimately people want to buy from them people work with me because they have a desire to be on linkedin and to generate sales from what it is that they're doing So you need to be able to very clearly articulate what the transformation is that people are going to have at the end of working with you. It really doesn't matter if people are working with you for six hours, six weeks, or six months. What they're going to be buying into is the future state that they hope to get to thanks to being with you or being with you, working with you, right? Okay. The hope is what people are buying into. Okay. If you are working with a corp, whether you're working with a corporation or whether you are working with an individual, there is a problem and they are investing in you because they hope that the problem will be solved by investing in working with you. And so I want you again to think about what you're selling. All right. And what is the transformation? What is the emotion? What is the future state that they're going to have? And so what's going to happen and why this is such an important aspect of an effective sales strategy is when you're having calls with people and you're trying to learn a little bit about them and they're trying to learn a little bit about you, you need to ask questions that are going to allow you to understand what is the transformation that this person is seeking, right? Because again, as I use with my example with sales fluence, if, so, if the transformation that someone is seeking is being viral on the LinkedIn platform, then I know I'm not the right service provider for them. And as I told you before, not all money in business is good money. If I take on a client who's seeking to be a viral superstar, I'm going to pull my hair out trying to figure out how to make them a super, uh, a viral superstar because that's not my wheelhouse. And they're going to be frustrated with the services that I provide, even if my services are good, because they're, the transformation they were looking for was not necessarily to be positioned as a subject matter expert within their industry. They wanted to be a viral superstar. Do you, do you see how the lack of congruency? So I need you to really understand what is that future state that your ideal, that your ideal client that we talked about in tip number one is looking for. Okay. And then how are you clearly articulating that transformation for them? All right. So there you have it. (laughs) Those are three, three simple tips for you to think about when you are trying to develop an effective sales strategy. Number one, identify your dreamy client. Okay. Number two, think about how you're going to get a hold of them and where. What's the social media platform that you can go to that is going to show you and present to you your ideal client in the hundreds of thousands? 
leverage social media for this benefit. And then number three, when you're selling, what is the transformation that you're selling? Not just the workbook, not just the six coaching sessions packaged and executed over six weeks, but what is the transformation? What is the future state that your ideal dreamy client is looking for when they discover you on the social media platform that they're hanging out on that they are going to get by engaging in services with you? Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for joining me for this episode of the Claim Your Space podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard today, I'd love if you would subscribe via iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you happen to be listening to your podcasts. And if you really, really liked this episode, I'd appreciate if you left me a rating on iTunes. I hear it does some really good things for the algorithm and for you to tell an entrepreneur friend about it too. And if you are on Instagram, I'd love for you to take a screenshot and to share your thoughts with me over in an Instagram story. Uh, you can find me at Belinda.Aramity. And if you are trying to figure out exactly who your dreamy clients are, I invite you to download my free dreamy client mapping worksheet. All of the details, including my Instagram handle, can be found in the show notes. So I just want you to remember that this is your time to claim your space. Have an absolutely fantastic rest of your day. And thanks again for joining me.